the yeah. game started and ended with Michael Keaton. Just letting you man know. Mm. It's, just like, <laughs> it's an objectively bad take. <laughs> nah, it's probably... Who's the one who was with Bane? Christian Bale? Christian yeah. Bale, yeah, that was, was probably, the, probably the one. Also Tom Hardy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do we have time? Yeah. He's, on, he's, on, he's on the list of white Best. men who I would love to look like. I've got a list. Okay. Across. Phenomenal. Across all the lists. I've got a black can't, list, can't a can't white list, a mixed we'll, we'll list. The list. I haven't quite got to Asia yet. Don't let him forget this. But That's yeah. brilliant. White men that you'd love to look like. Yeah, if I could look like white men, <laughs> there's a few. Yeah, there, we'll, we'll, there's a few. We'll explore this list. That's fucking yeah. adorable. Yeah, okay, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. I love that. I love that for <laughs> you. love that for you. I love that for you. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. cute. The longest, uh, longest siren we've had, Johnny. Thank you very much. Trying to test my lung capacity. Oh, it's very good. Let's jump right in. Shout out to all of our Spotify listeners. Yes. Our Apple Podcast listeners. Yes. Our Everybody. Amazon Music listeners. Yes. Our Everybody. SoundCloud listeners. And most importantly, our YouTube listeners. Yes. Thank you for listening. This could end terribly. Episode 36. You are here with Man Like Abiyade. That's mm-hmm. me. That's me. Man like Johnny V. Hello. Baba Tunde. Yes. Baba Johnny. We Baba Johnny. Yes. And without further ado, she thought she was Cameroonian until she mm. did the same 23andMe. She did. Mm-hmm. Uh, she tried. Ancestry test. Mm-hmm. Formerly mm-hmm. of Cameroonian. Yes. Irish ilk. Yes. Actually, Nigerian yes. Irish ilk. So we, have a, so we have yes. a full house. All our greats. Yes. South London's very own. Grace Kelly. Welcome. And look, you must get this a lot, Mm. but it's actually pretty fucking sick that your name is Grace Kelly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my parents did it on purpose. Oh. They thought it'd be banter, innit? I mean, (laughs) they weren't wrong. It's great chat. It's great chat, but also it's just like, um, I turn up and I'm a five foot 11 black woman (laughs) and people are like, oh. (laughs) Grace Kelly, we booked. Oh, that's that's not what we had. You know, we didn't think of that one. But it's well, a nice, welcome. it's a nice icebreaker, though, no? It is. It's also. I just feel like it. it yeah, it just you can't take yourself seriously if your parents call you Grace Kelly, <laughs> <laughs> and you look like me. You just can't. Welcome to you being can't. called Johnny Vivas. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes. And we are here in East London, as ever, the home of grime, the home of this could end terribly. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you? Who wants to answer the question first? Ladies what are the first. vibes? How's everybody? How are things? Um, things are, things are good. Yeah. Actually, cannot all things considered, you know, precipice of the apocalypse. Happy International Women's Month. Yeah. Do they get a whole month? A whole month. just get a day. You just get a day. Yeah, yeah. They get a whole month. Do they? It's a whole month. It's a heritage month, but they get a day as well. Remember when my guy said there's nothing harder than being a straight white male? Oh yeah, no, of course. Yeah, no. Thoughts and prayers. Where's our month? Where's our month? It's called, um, it's called all of modern civilization. There's we your had month. white boy winter. We saw that happen in the capital. Yeah. Let's not have any yeah, more seasons. Yeah, yeah we've got an additional season. You've had year. your moment. We yeah. deserved it. So Johnny, how's the uh, first two weeks of being a Niger boy been? It's, uh, Welcome yeah. Welcome to my Johnny. Yes. <laughs> I'm looking for my, my Johnny. Johnny. Yes, I'm here. Where is my Johnny. <laughs> uh, it, has been, it has been tiring. Okay. Mm. Um, I, was, uh, I was driving my car. I was stopped. Oh. Uh, 
fed. Wow. This is, wow. Yeah. First thing he says. I mm. knew they had like some Crazy. sort of radar alert situation. They do. I, yeah. They pulled me over. They pulled me over. They they searched my license, mm. opened the boot, the glove compartment. Okay. Obviously, everything was under the seat. They yep. didn't check. I got away. Um, but no, it's been fine. Yeah. It's been nice. fine. Yeah, yeah. I've just been, you know, I've been keeping me drinking my water. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Going mm -hmm. gym, getting dense, trying to meet local milfs in my area. Any pounded yam? Oh, frequently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buff, buff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm. I, I was eating that before my okay. genetic revelation. Mm -hmm. um, Have you been asked to make chin chin in the kitchen yet? Uh, we were actually recalled. We were recalled. Auntie heard, uh, and she she said, "Back in the kitchen." She said, "You know, it's been a long time <laughs> since profits made this table." Um, yeah, no, it's good. I, I'm not gonna lie though. Slightly, I've been surrounded by COVID cases. Okay. I feel like there's a young. I feel like there's a young COVID. wave. Is that still around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure it is. So you know, obviously, like we're in denial. Thank God, thank God for Boris. Um, mm. We're in denial. The pandemic's over. Yeah. Um, but I feel like like. Bare people I know this week have come down mm. with COVID. It's kind of bleak. So like I tested positive for being built different, but like thoughts and prayers with all the non-Nigerians <coughs> going down with COVID around me. Mm. Good luck to you. They don't have pepper stew. Mm -mm. How they get through it? Pepper soup. You've evaded it, haven't you? The no, whole no, time. I got it at Christmas. It nabbed me. Oh, oh shit. Proper, literally two oh. days before Christmas Day. <gasps> yeah, yeah. And um, Haram. So it's just also just was quite interesting to see like where my cultural reactions to hardships sort of split down. The how middle. did you uh, yeah. how did you come across COVID? Just drank all the booze in the house. Yes. Yep. Was it Bailey's? Um, no. So it was. He's coming out with all the stereotypes. Yeah, no, no, no. Do you know what it was? You know, it oh, was. Wow. A bit, there was a bit of Bailey's. So don't come for me in it. There was some. I mean. you know, there was some Moscow mules. Oh. I can't things. say that anymore. Yeah, it's contraband now, isn't it? Cancelled. I can't. You know, I even feel no, like I'm watching it. Killing Eve. You know, mm. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm like that. Oh, I don't know. The Russian parody but yeah no proper just drank the whole way through it and then realized that what i was actually probably suffering from was a hangover the entire time yeah uh, i could have recovered just from blur it. the lines right just why not you're both cancelled so richard how are you doing yeah no i'm good yeah yeah it's oh, been um done she's listened before yeah been a tough couple of weeks mm. right um, yeah, no, it's been, I mean, look, we've all been going through it, right? Mm. Anxiety when you turn on the news and all this other stuff. The invasion is very much still underway. And as I said on the last episode, that kind of affects me directly, um, professionally. I've got friends, but professionally as well, I'm kind of in the thick of it every day. So it's yeah. a bit like, it's a bit mentally draining. Mm -hmm. um, but shout out all my Ukrainians, right? Because it, it, they're still going through it. Um, and that needs to be said. But other than that, my plank game, bro. Oh, my yeah. plank, my planking game. Where are you up to now? Three minutes. Oh come talk, on! Talk me through your journey. Twenty six seconds. Ooh. On a plank. Yeah. On well, a you plank. can make the three thirty now. I can make the three thirty. Just fold it. Nigerian. The, pro the problem with what? The prob yeah. The problem with what I'm doing is that if I set myself, if I go too fast, I'll end up on a night like this where I'm having a few rums. Mm. And I'll have, drinking to, again, I'll, I'll have to beat it, right? Mm. In, a, in, a, in a less than sober state. Okay. So I tried to only do like one or two seconds more than the day before. Right, 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 right. Um, but yeah, man, if you don't know what I'm talking about, at the start of the year, I decided I was going to do planks and push-ups every day this year. What's the push-up level saying? Push-ups, uh, I'm at 116. But where, what, what was your starting point? I'm glad you asked, Grace Kelly. The starting point for the push-ups was a modest 33 it's very modest, modest. very uh, modest. before i couldn't yeah, do anymore some would say embarrassing <laughs> uh the plank was 46 seconds 
and uh, here we are. Grow up, bruv. 46 seconds. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we, I could just... personal best. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I mean. he's talking about. You're, you could, how long's your plank? I'm the cardio king, bro. Bullshit. It's not about cardio. Did you not hear my siren at the beginning of the The episode? plank has got nothing to do with cardio and everything to do it's with core, habs sir. and cardio. Bruv. I've got it's not, both of them I don't do bondos. cardio. But anyway, yeah. um, 46 seconds on the 3rd of January, mm-hmm. 2022. And mm-hmm. here we are, second week of March. Mm-hmm. And I'm just shelling the... T- I shouldn't say shelling. I'm absolutely killing it at here. Oh, God. I'm doing a three and a half minute plank. Sounds long, bro. Yeah. I'm thermobaric yeah. bombing my uh, workout regime. Wow. Um, wow. I was trying to avoid that kind of... But anyway, um, I am good. Thanks for asking. Core is a mazza. Well my done. core so bleak. is um, well crazy. Done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, it's not a video podcast. So you can stop pointing at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just like, just like, I, I can't lie. Like, it's, I've done so please, much now. I just enjoy. Please move. Touching on. myself. Oh, goodness, Oops, I love that. Um, so Ukraine. Let's dive right in. There isn't much to add in terms of what's been going on. It continues to be a very horrible situation that is evolving mm. by the day. What we wanted to kind of talk about, and I wanted to get your view on this, Johnny, as well given that we kind of went back and forth on this, but Grace obviously is going gonna, is gonna to weigh in as well. The end game going into this, this invasion for Ukraine, or sorry, for Putin rather, was we're going to go in there and it's going to be done in a matter of weeks. We're going to take over the whole country. We're going to have them, we're going to have them succumb to all of our requests. And then we're going to, and then we're going to carry on our merry way, maybe towards other countries. Two weeks in now, the resistance is still quite strong. Are we looking at a invasion that's potentially gone wrong? Or do you think that this is all part of the plan and he still has uh, a few cards up his sleeve? Um, so I think he probably expected quicker progress. I think they underestimated, I think everyone underestimated the Ukrainian resolve and the ability to resist by the types of troops that they sent in. I like the same special service groups that were sent to quell protests in Kazakhstan um, and assist in Belarus. They didn't really send a proper army up front. Um, They sent what was effectively like the paratrooper riot police gang called the SVS and a bunch of conscripts because they thought that would be enough to overwhelm the Ukrainians. And that seems to have been a tactical error. Um, Is it a crusade gone wrong? No, it's not. Because I think ultimately, as I said, what, four episodes ago now, um, the end game will be that he ends up with the two uh, independent regions semi-seeding from Ukraine and becoming um, autonomous. Is that, that still on though? I think so. I think, I think that, they had a conversation this week with Zelensky about the terms and it was, everyone was saying- We're not going to get up an inch. Yeah, sure, fine. Okay, yeah. so then what's the, what's the alternative? Like you both just keep fighting- ad infinitum but what about the people who say that due to what's happening with the sanctions and the economy in russia and so on and so forth it's actually going to cost them a great deal of money to stay in ukraine isn't that a valid so it is entirely valid and that's why they have been so quick to come to the negotiating table within the last week so i think what's what surprised putin was the strength and breadth of sanctions uh and fair play to the eu and the west Like maybe he would have accounted for uh, companies not being allowed to export stuff and businesses not being allowed to operate in Russia. Uh, But the concept of sanctioning a central bank is 
like the gravity of that is hard to explain to people who don't work in markets. It's mm. that is an economy killer from the get go. Um, and what this entire process has sped up is the decline of a unipolar world. And so Russia is now tantamount moving towards vassal economic status towards China. And there's been a realignment of neutral parties in the Middle East towards what will become a rival and equal world order to the West and, and NATO. So in one sense, he sped up a strategic goal of removing Russia as a quasi-lone party to Western dominance insofar as he's managed to unite Middle Eastern countries such as Saudi Arabia and the UAE, no longer taking Joe Biden's calls, to coalesce them around what is going to be an Eastern and Middle Eastern-led rival superpower status. Um, but in terms of taking the whole of Ukraine, I think that's something that they'll, they'll quickly concede isn't possible. It's going to cost them something like 500,000 men a year in terms of troops on the ground, let alone like how many of those get, actually get killed. Um, but in order to invade and hold and control a country that is now armed from by the West um, and ready and willing to shoot at Russian soldiers at will, it's not a price that needs to be paid. Um, the bit about armed with support from the West, mm -hmm. a lot of people don't understand how you go from having a situation where NATO have said we can't back it to countries essentially helping Ukraine. How does that nuance work? So NATO are they, doesn't... Are they sneaking guns in or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, they're basically sneaking guns in. Right. Um, and foreign embassies, Ukrainian embassies in the West are leading procurement efforts for resources. So the Ukrainian embassy in this country, for example, uh, is working on stuff like sorting out humanitarian aid and rations and um, basic non-combat goods, but also sourcing bulletproof vests and also sourcing um, tactical gear that can be sent back. Um, and so in that sense, like if the Ukrainian embassy buys shit off a private British manufacturer, like we can pretend that that's not the UK lending support, but that's about as much as the UK government can really do. Uh, Russia has said repeatedly that if NATO is seen to send planes or capital, that would be seen as them getting involved and getting in the war. It's why we've seen a backtrack of this whole chat we saw a couple of weeks ago about the EU sending planes, um, sending MiG fighters from Poland via the US the UK to Germany or the whatever. The UK sent in Leon Dawson. Yeah. Um, my man. Yeah. My man uh, was actually turfed, was told to bounce. Yeah. Um, so, so His heart was in the right place, though. Just gives you the ick. It was, I, th I, would, I would say so. Yeah. I would say, imagine, imagine like there's a war that like they're desperate for anyone. Anyone. Anyone to back it. you get turned away. Yeah, you can't. On the road, though, you want this guy in your corner, though. He looks hella, hella intimidating. So we need, to, we need to have an erstwhile frank discussion on being dench does not mean you can fight. No, but he's got Absolutely. that look in his eyes. He's got that look in his eyes as what? well. Clearly not. They said Just no. Just a little bit They mad. said no. They looked into his eyes and they said, go this home. Vacuous. <laughs> vacuous. Yes. Shell of a person. Empty, chest lifting that's it. Soggy brother. He's going to find Johnny on road, isn't it? <laughs> I don't care. Do you know what, what I found really interesting about um, sort of like the European response? I mean, just, just that word, even European response. Like um, apparently um, they're going to ask UK households to take in Ukrainian refugees yes. by the thousands. Yes. I find that so interesting just because of the political climate that we've had in the UK in the past couple of years, Brexit, like I used to be a teacher. I taught in Eltham, like stronghold of the BNP. Yeah. 
and them man were very very vexed about Eastern Europeans right mm. like it, it from was, day it was quite yeah. funny also because they couldn't tell who was Eastern European and who was a Cockney do you know what I mean like, yes. so there was, you know I can't quite tell because we actually look the same mm, yeah. um, it's Paul what you know yeah, yeah, sorry yeah. Yeah. exactly but now it's 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 just been fascinating to sort of watch that sort of the, the zeitgeist change 100%. apparently in real time sounds like you guys are sh sending shots at pretty oh big time that's your wife. You need to account oh, she's for your like, woman. She's Professor Umbridge. Yes. Absolutely. She ran the I'd, woof, She ran the country. We'd all be wearing grey uniforms. Yes. Every day. You need to account for your woman. But also, it's been funny to watch like The Spectator write numerous articles over the year. Like, yeah. why it's time to send the migrants back. And why it's time to like shoot the, the ones that can actually swim and sink all the boats and don't mm. fund the lifeguard. Uh, and now suddenly, we're, um, we're a hospitable, open island nation. How many people are you taking in, bro? Me? Mm. Mm. <laughs> As bad as it is in Ukraine, I don't think they want to live in Tottenham. Yeah, Crystal Palace is kind of nice still, but it's yeah. got a sofa bed, not this a seems, uh, This seems like a you I can you shit on your, yeah. your own ends like that, though. Yeah. It is Tottenham. We need to be realistic mm. about no, it what is we Tottenham. have in life. It is Tottenham, to be Our fair. portion. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't... Do, like, imagine escaping the trauma One of conflict and then another. being repatriated yeah, to Tottenham. No, yeah, that, that's actually quite peak. I wouldn't do it to people. Yeah, I hear that. I wouldn't do it to people. Anyway, yeah. back to the point about the line between, the line between NATO helping and sending arms... There are ways that they can get involved that they have got involved by like pretending that all this like private funding of um, shipping tactical gear isn't them getting involved. But states won't get involved. Neither side wants a conflict. NATO is not going to go to war Russia. Russia is not going to go to war NATO. Ukraine has done a fucking fantastic job of holding up. There are various reasons which are boring and technical as to why they've outperformed. Um, but that outperformance will basically see them guarantee the future for the majority of the country. I think that the compromise, as I said, from the very get-go, is that they will maybe have to give up those eastern portions, talk some shit about NATO, but they'll end up joining the EU in the 80% of the country that they get to keep. What about uprisings in those regions, though? Because short-term, yes, they can they can hand over these regions to Russia, so to speak, but isn't it just a matter of time before there's uprisings in, the, in these particular regions? Yeah, so those, those particular regions have always historically voted towards pro-Russian parties. Um, they are Ukrainian. You can't just say that they're Russian because they're not Russians. They are Ukrainians who speak Russian, but they've always been more sympathetic to the aims of the Putin regime over the yeah, last 20 I would imagine years. That's, been, that's been stretched a bit in the last couple sure. of weeks. Sure, sure. Yeah. It's also Absolutely. been very, very influenced. Although a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of the people that kind of were there that didn't support Putin have probably left. They're now refugees trying mm. to get on boats to come to this country yeah. and others, right? So. Mm it would be easy for Putin to make the case of go, well, look, why don't we just fucking poll everyone who stayed behind? And what a surprise we've got a 75% majority, right? It's bleak. And I actually hate, I hate talking about other countries in these terms because it demeans their right to self-determination. But like, okay, what are you going to do? You can you hold a referendum in, in a war zone? Like who's going to turn to a polling station yeah. when hospitals full of women and children are being bombed? Like it's yeah. horrendous. Um, but I think... To answer the overall point, is it a miscalculation? I think Putin miscalculated the strength of the Ukrainian resolve. Was it a mistake? No, because he sped up a process that was going to take 10 years and it's happened in a month. Um, what's more interesting is that I think we see this genuinely bipolar world now mm. in that since World War II, America has been able to dominate the rest of the planet economically, culturally, uh, sociologically, and its instruments of practice was effectively NATO because that's what kept the Soviet Union at bay. Now that the Middle East seemed to have taken a side and picked this Russian slash Chinese axis, 
um, we will see the advent of a planet where America, the West, and NATO is no longer the singular cultural force, and that will have economic repercussions that go on for years and years and years. It's quite interesting because even the uh, Imran Khan, Pakistani president, mm -hmm. um, comes out and he was just like, I mean, he was asked to condemn Putin, and his response was just like, "What do you think we are, your slaves? Yeah. We're just going to come out here." So it's just such strong postulating already mm -hmm. from uh, nations that have very good reason to be, you know, very anti-West, mm -hmm. very like anti-colonial energy mm -hmm. that we're getting mm -hmm. here from Imran Khan. So it is interesting. We're seeing world allyship. So like not to diminish the importance <clears throat> of Pakistan, because when man was growing up on Evering Road uh, and it was India v. Pakistan street mm -hmm. cricket, man was playing off spinner for Pakistan. Yeah, nice. In the roads. Um, but just more importantly, just the, just the fucking ethnic chameleon, this lad, isn't you know he? Just mean? like, he can't wow. pick a side, can just he, this like, lad? Like, make your fucking you? mind up, mate. The, the, the Bayou you? tapestry Honestly. of world cultures. <laughs> um, tapestry. But more, Global, um, global citizen, isn't it? Yeah, come on. <laughs> more, um, more importantly, unfortunately, countries like Saudi Arabia and the UAE just aren't picking up the phone mm. to Joe Biden. And like, that's a madness to consider. Yeah. Trump spent so much of his presidency getting the UAE to sign the Abraham Accords mm. uh, with Israel, trying to normalize and trying to like westify these oil producing countries. Um, basically allowing MBS to murk off Jamal Khashoggi in mm -hmm. Turkey and like probably not following that up. And within the space of uh, a year and a half since the election, a year and a bit since the election, these guys have now gone, do you know what? Fuck it, burn the West. Like We're backing these song, guys. Yeah, because China's, well, China's the, now the marginal buyer of their resource, right? Yeah. America's the largest net gas exporter on the planet. They don't need to buy your shit anymore. Mm -mm. That's why they're not in Afghanistan. So it makes sense for them. And we've seen that process rapidly speed up. Do we want to talk about our fellow people not being able to flee Ukraine in the midst of it? Mm -hmm. That happened shortly after we recorded the last episode, so we weren't able to get into it. Just gets me vexed. Do we want to talk? Okay, cool. Speak about <laughs> it. Speak about it. Enter the chat. Enter. I have put myself firmly in the chats. It's just like you're at war and you have time for racism. It's unbelievable. Mm. Wow, you can't say these people are multifaceted. It's just mad because... You know, on the one side, they're building up a, you know, they're building a wall, a wall, sorry, in Poland to keep out the Syrian refugees. And you have these people, you know, one of my colleagues whose brother um, moved to Ukraine like 10 years ago and got Ukrainian nationality and was just like nabbed and conscripted. But his family gets to the border and they can't get out, you know. Right. So it's just, it's, it's, it's wild. But the news coverage, I have to say, this is where Irene Kelly, Irene Kelly's my mum. Mm -hmm. Shout out, so auntie. Shout out, auntie. I call her Irene Kelly when I'm, I'm quoting her greatness. <laughs> okay. Because honestly, she, she, is an, she is a force unto herself. And she was just, you were watching the news coverage. I think it was Prince William, you know, him. Yeah. Prince William, that yeah, goat. Yeah, yeah. He came out and the, he was I, like... It was him. It was the, the whole, what colour's the baby? <laughs> yeah, no, one especially after Thank his you. comment when he said, he was like, we can quite, you, you can quite imagine this in places like Africa, but we can't yeah. imagine it in Ukraine. In Europe. You know, in Europe. And my mum was just like, these people, these people, in 100 years, two <laughs> hours. Has she turned Cameroonian? <laughs> you know? I'm she lost it. She's like, two where was genocides, dictatorship. These people love to fight. They're <laughs> <laughs> That is Irene Kelly's take on it. It's just Amen. like, for her, she's like, we've ask her. Also, she's mad Christian in it. And like mm -hmm. for her, it's just end of times anyway. Yes. And this is Jesus just ramping it up. He's yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah. So for her, she's like, she's ready. She's, you know, 
But at the same time, she's just like Europeans just love to fight. It's in, it's in, they just can't. They don't have purpose. It's the closest thing to culture. Fighting. Like genuinely, if you study it, the history of various continents, it's the closest thing to culture that Europeans have. Their greatest cultural contribution absolutely. to the planet is beef. beef, beef, and they're fucking good at it. They're fucking exceptional. Yeah. They marched over the rest of the planet and murked every other country on earth. Mm-mm-mm. But let's be straight about what they're good at. It's Mm-mm. beef. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. on beef, in it. Yeah. Um, I have a few questions as to why my fellow Nigerians were in Ukraine <laughs> in the first place. So, yeah, my opinion on this has been fairly unpopular. And I don't know why. Uh, I think if you understand what I'm trying to say, uh, maybe you can get over just how mad it sounds. We work at a company where, you know, we had somebody who was in Kiev and got in contact with us because she was stranded. You know exactly what we're talking about. Amen. Thank goodness um, she's home. And even though we weren't able to extract her, you know, push comes to shove, we would have been able to, right? Mm. There have been many situations in which we've been able to extract people. So I put it on the embassies and the governments of some of the countries that know that they have their people in places like Ukraine to try and maybe do a little bit more to mm, take care of their people true. when they are abroad. Um, because when people are like, Ukraine might be racist, I'm like, well, yeah. Yeah, y- yeah, 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 yeah. It's, that's probably quite likely because if you go to these countries and you know the history of some of these countries, like there's nothing that really indicates otherwise. So first things first, my Nigerian people, there's a lot of other westernized places that have people Why who look like there? us. Go and get your degree there. Um, <laughs> and if you're not going to get your degree there, all we've been reminded is something that we probably already knew when we entered those countries. And this was just, unfortunately, the worst possible time to be reminded of it. But beyond, maybe I'm jaded. Maybe I'm just sort of at a point right now where nothing really su- surprises me. And I'm desensitized to it all. But when when people were like, they're stopping us from getting on, I was like... I'm not surprised at all. And then I said, and then I started rationalizing it in, in crazy ways. I said to myself, if a war kicked off in Nigeria and stuff, and the first people who got on the, the, the planes and trains were like the white expats, it'd be fucking crazy. Nigerian people would be kicking off. Jamaican people, Indian people would be kicking off. Unfortunately, when it gets to situations like that, people just take care of their own. And that's, that's unfortunate and it's horrible. But that was kind of like my view on it. I think I think it's I understand. I think actually I hadn't I hadn't considered that point about the embassies and stuff. I'm thinking about the Cameroonian embassy, but the Cameroonian embassy is <laughs> wow useless. Yo, by the way, Nigerian isn't gonna be much better. Nah, no, no. This the camera. I think they win. I think they win. This you've, is like you've clearly never tried to email the Venezuelan embassy. Ooh, oh no, like Americans. No, that's no, a we're lazy. Time. That's a different time. <laughs> yeah, we're lazy. Mañana, mañana. <laughs> but literally. Like in the summer, my mum was trying to get a visa to go back to Cameroon. Um, there was a death in the family and. We called the embassy at 9 a.m. and we were like, do we, do we, it's not entirely clear from the website if we need a COVID test. And they were like, ah, just, just go and see. That was it. Yeah, just, no, I mean, I you know, yeah. you'll see. We were like, <laughs> wow. So incompetence is one thing. And also I, 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 I hadn't considered that's totally right. But I think there's something about a lot of the people that, are there. this is something else that's interesting about this, this conflict is we're living in the time of TikTok, Instagram and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. My niece has TikTok and is constantly sending me videos. Yo, shout out the, the Ukrainian TikTok girl, by the way, who did the day in the life. Did you see that video? Wow. 
Yeah, that was mad. Oh my also, God. the wow. other, one, the other yeah. one that showed you how to rob a tank. Oh, no. You've not seen that I one? I saw, the one I saw was this, um, I think it's like this, this woman throws a jar of pickles at a missile coming in or some shit and just like, it goes, <laughs> jar of pickles. Jar That's of pickles. gang shit. You know, and people are just like, how, how is Russia winning this? Yeah, like, can you imagine invading that country? How dumb do you have to be to, where Babushka's willing to dash the pickle them? I'm telling you, the Eastern Europeans are hardy, no, they're, you know? They're, 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 they're MacGyver guys. Yeah. Like, you can't play games. 100%. You were saying. MacGyvers. No, but I think um, that it's something about, you know, a lot of the, from what I've seen anyway, a lot of the people that are there are, are students mm. or engineers. They're skilled workers. Yeah. And they're people that are there that have been recruited to be there, right? Mm. And I think, you know, they're contributing to your society. Yep. They're living there. They have the right to safety as well. 100%. Um, and I think it's not like first come, first serve, isn't it? Like if they get to, if you get to the yeah. border, you get to the border, let, let people through. The idea that people are sat there for a couple of days yeah. or, or having to walk, you know, 20 kilometers in the snow mm. is wild. Yeah, you hear stories about like pets getting on before G black people were getting mm. on and stuff. And look again, two things I'm certainly not, saying is that I excuse the behavior and I'm certainly not saying that Ukrainians are racist. I know, I know they're Ukrainians who are, who are people of the world and just are cool as fuck. Um, but I do think Eastern Europe as a whole, like mm. I've had plenty of experiences and many of us have who have been there. Um, it's not necessarily a progressive region yet. Right. And I think unfortunately yeah. that manifests itself in really, really ugly ways. So I've got loads of stories, even from like business travel. Mm. Um, so I'm not excusing it, but I guess my initial reaction was just, first of all, why are we there? Number one, um, because I just try to avoid places where I'm not loved, appreciated, or safe. That's um, just the most Nigerian thing yeah, you've done. Yeah, and then second of, second of all, like about me. Second of all, like the extraction sometimes where we are in 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 environments where we are not safe, the the the, the high up the, the governments um, have to do more by their people. Absolutely. And, and as ever, right? It was a reactive response to what was going on, um, which is a shame because as I say, going back to the initial point, whenever we have problems with people abroad, like I had a couple of people in my team who got caught in the Kazakhstan protest at the start of the year, mm -hmm. we did our job as a private company. And if a private company can do that, then a, our government can do that. Yeah. When young thug is out you here sending me? out a couple of thousands. You know, you know? Exactly. Yeah, it's right. true, it's, it's, it's true. But yeah. Um, I will say, oh, before we move on. Okay. That you made the point Grace. One last thing. About this war being a uh, social media and TikTok led conflict. Mm. I saw yeah. a headline today that Russia is planning to ban Instagram. All of it, bruv. From the country. All of it, bruv. Just like I logged into LinkedIn the other day mm. and I saw a, a recruiter, a Ukrainian recruiter based in Kiev, posting a picture of himself like holding a Kalashnikov. Yeah. And just being like, yeah, you know, about... we're strong world people come yeah. and get a job here. And I was like, I, what fever dream I'm living in <laughs> yes. right now. You know, and also I couldn't help but like, you know, the, 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 the post-colonial analysis comes in. Sorry, mm, yeah, I read yeah, too yeah, much yeah. critical race theory. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but it comes in, I'm just it. like, can you imagine anybody else doing that in a conflict? Yeah. Yeah. You know, but would that not be taken down? But it's, it's fascinating to just you know it's the jingles over it the filters and whatever mm. and it's people are dying it's it's yeah, yeah it's crazy i mean like I, I was i was basically i didn't really give a shit about this war until i saw Oof. that headline um but if if glad, Putin, you, glad you finished that sentence if uh if, if if putin is planning on reducing my access to russian thought content 100 percent this conflict needs to stop. It really Absolutely. does. It's time to negotiate. It really does. Yeah. And if Ukraine needs to give half their country yeah. for me to see Irina yeah. shaking, yeah. it has to go. 
the thought the thought content goes yeah. both ways also there were a lot of russian men like chopping down trees and shit oh, yeah? that's very satisfying you like, you like the lumberjacks Look, you I know, think, I think sometimes we get primal and yeah. it's, you know, we like to it's see exertions of strength. 100% here, we are know? primal. The amount of um, Ukrainian women who I follow who have found time in the midst of this all mm -hmm. to do very sexually provocative messages. To look fine. Superimposed yeah. on Zelensky when he yes. speaks saying women my crush or I would. Or I'm, I'm like, whoa. We yeah. really are just Look, animals. As has been oh, said, we're uh, just down. I do. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of chat about this Zelensky fellow. I fear that he's setting unreasonable standards for Jewish men. And mm. bro, um, like, he's a threat. He's become a threat. Mm. RT. He's become a threat. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, yeah. I'm Sephardi. It's not my problem. But I like thoughts and Your prayers. Thoughts and Ashkenazi prayers. Ashkenazi with, uh, as well. And with the Ashkenazi prayers. men. You're Ashkenazi as well. We established that. Two percent. So. 1% over here. Come on. Oh, wow. How about that? Yeah, Jesus yeah, yeah, Christ. yeah. That's your king. That's our king. Do I really need to do this 23 and me thing? I, I, I think I you're going to have to. It's Bance because my brother, my brothers and my sister, for we have different dads, yeah. but my brother got like 1% finish. Oh. <laughs> he was like, I know. Where to finish at? RT, <laughs> if, if Richard turns out with even 0.1% Jewish, <laughs> that's it. It. it will explain so much. Mm. Wait, what? <laughs> what will it explain? The shortest like arms in the city. <laughs> Fam, I've got Michael Phelps range. What are you talking the, about? The Put me in a fucking always boxing ring. They reach. Well, shut up. <laughs> so, on the topic of sanctions, the sanctions which crippled Russia somewhat, mm. um, some unsurprising, some very surprising. Yes. We had the second wave of sanctions this week. Yes. What I call... The oligarch wave. Yes. 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 I think there's one super famous oligarch that we all know, and he wasn't able to avoid the beef. That's pretty this, peak fame, you know. This is anti-Semitism I can approve of. Mm. Do you support a team? Do you, if you had um, to? I, if I support anyone, because, you know, South London, Crystal Palace, innit? Done, um, All right, cool. So. Been a couple of times. Went to Dulwich Hamlet once, but that's, that was dry. It's yeah, too big of a class for me. Yeah, it's become something. I need some Hamlet skinheads too, around. Yeah, like, it's not, Otherwise, it's not really an experience. What is that? Yeah. The yeah. chance of... You know, I'm, going, I'm going to watch the rugby. By the time it comes out, I'd have been to England, Vianne, at Twickenham, mm. genuinely considering taking a camera and asking all the jeans and brown-shoed men what they think about taxes. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It's Let like, us know it's how like going goes. to Tory Park convention. Yeah, yeah. But the, the famous oligarch, mm. Roman Abramovich, owner of Chelsea Football Club. Minor spice, you know. Yes. Has been sanctioned. Another high functioning Jewish man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He tried to front run it, mm -hmm. right? Chaim. He tried to transfer <laughs> ownership of the club to a charity Oish. or the charity foundation, which mm. was very cheeky. Yes. That was very cheeky just initially. so transparent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't even trying to be subtle, right? Not even. He then says he's going to sell and mm. then he's going to give all of the profits to Ukraine. Yeah. No, he never um, said that. He did. No. What he said, and it was very well worded, because a lot of people have been caught out, he said he would give the uh, proceeds to the victims of war. The oh. word Ukraine was never mentioned. Oh, okay. My man was looking to fund the families of the dead invaders. Okay. Yes. Wow. Okay. Um, but that was all in vain, nevertheless. Um, and if anybody says anything wrong, I need to be clear. If anybody in this particular segment says anything wrong about Russians, Russian oligarchs, I want you to know this is Johnny Vivas speaking. What have I done? Um... Yeah, he's got a weird voice, so sometimes it changes to a bit <laughs> deeper. Sometimes it, it sounds feminine, but it's Johnny, right? This isn't Richard or Grace mm -mm. saying anything negative about Russians or Russian oligarchs. 
I don't want wahala. I'm, I'm gonna in Jesus' name. No, no pasa, pasa. But the future <laughs> of European Champions League winners, Chelsea, yes, is in peril. Yes, yes. because he, God amongst other things, is God is good when. All, all the, the time. time. All the time. It's black people's Marco Polo. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> he is no longer allowed to sell the club, or that sale is now on hold. So juicy. And there Amen. are a bunch of other equally hilarious things that Chelsea are no longer allowed to do, such mm-hmm. as renew contracts of yeah. players, hey. buy or sell players. Hey. Not allowed to sell any more tickets. Hey. If you so ha- if you have tickets, season tickets or tickets for a couple of games ahead, you can come and you can still get a hot dog and a beer. But that's it, son, because yes. you can't go into the old merchandise gift shop and buy a Chelsea shirt. No, 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 no. no There's no, no away fans no, to bottle no. no bueno. And the funniest one. Mhm. Relates to their away days. Yes. They have been told they have a maximum, and correct me if I'm wrong, Johnny, a maximum away day spend of 20 Gs, whether they are playing in or out <gasps> of the country. The yes. So to put that into perspective, listeners, by the time you're listening to this, I think, what, when's their game? Tuesday, Wednesday? Um, I don't care. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Tuesday or Wednesday. So roughly around the time you're listening to this, Chelsea will be on their way to Lille in France. No. Uh, but will they? Sacre Sorry to interrupt. Oh. But will they? Because... Okay. Because uh, Chelsea's corporate credit card is now no longer able for use of transactions, The Athletic reported today that they are actually unable to buy petrol for the team bus. Mazza. The so- irony that Roman Abramovich's football club <laughs> can't even find Tutu Lita <laughs> for the bus. That shit's expensive. To bro. the airport. <laughs> yeah, on the way here, you know, my Uber driver was just, yeah, lamenting. Yeah. Lamentations. <laughs> Lamentations. Yeah. Can I just say, though, Considering what, how the 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 threat of a of the 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 super league mm-hmm. mobilized people, right? Mobilized people politically. I'm, I thought to myself, do you know what? Yeah, this might be the thing that ends it all. Mm. Like, <laughs> this might be the thing that ends mm. it all. Football players coming out like, no, you can't mess with the beauty of the game. Yeah, <laughs> Putin, you got to stop this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This might this might be it. Yeah. And it's bloody hilarious for anybody who isn't a Chelsea fan. And the thing is, it's, it couldn't have happened proper jokes. to a nicer set of fans. Amen. We're being, talking about the same fans. Are you being sarcastic? Who, uh, yes. Um, <laughs> we're talking about the same fans who pushed my man off the train. Yes, say it. On an away day in Paris. Say ah, it. Ah, that was them. We're talking about the same fans who just last week and there was a clap in solidarity for the Ukrainian people was sat there singing Roman Abramovich songs. Is there anything oh, else I that saw... I've missed from uh, Chelsea's yeah, yeah, illustrious history? The same people that used to come down to the old White Hot Lane and make hissing noises to recreate the gas chamber oh. playing down White Hot Lane. Wow. Haram. These people are haram. The most haram people. And like two twos, I've had this conversation with bare black cab drivers, yeah? But like, if you grow up in North London... Like Tottenham and Arsenal fucking hate each other, mm. right? They do. But there's a chance that at least 50% of your mates support the other side. Mm. So you have friends who are genuine Arsenal or Tottenham fans, yeah. right? Then you've got a couple of West Ham fans. It's not their fault. Their dad forced them into it. They're all right, ultimately, right? They're not a serious club. They're not serious people. You can just take them happy-go-lucky. Mm. Do you actually know a decent Chelsea fan? No. Man, I'm not going to lie. I know one. 
at least no, I know two. Do you? RT, RT, I know two. Do shout you? out Charlie, shout out Darren. Yeah, I like them. Can we just can we just focus that their names are Charlie and Darren? Yeah, as symptomatic. Yeah, they're pretty white names. Charlie, to be fair, is is far from white, but he's got a pretty white name. Charlie Allen. Shout I, out no, Darren actually, Hayes. I, I lie. One of my colleagues, he's he's really nice. Actually, he's a Chelsea fan. Who? But he's he's but he's he's not he's not English, so it doesn't count. Who don't I think? I actually know. Ah, uh, uh, Fede. Ah, uh, it lovely. literally doesn't get nicer than Fede. Yeah, uh, he's lovely. He's Brazilian, so he probably supports like Palmeiras or some shit yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I will you know, say I, he's, I he's just there for the. I think he just likes the fact that it's a blue. It's blue top. You know, it's a blue top. Maybe he's a cruiser. He's fan. a very aesthetic guy. Anyway, sorry. I actually question. know. I actually know. Maybe the only two black Chelsea fans in the world. One of them was at my birthday. A man like MK. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How did that happen? Yeah, that's to ask. We can get Drogba, on pod. Probably Drogba, right? Maybe. Uh, no, 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 no. From from long time. From long time before. So He's Ma- Nigerian Ma- as well. So, so Ma- like Michael Dubry then. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe that's where it was. Um, oh, interesting. But they're scum. Like Chelsea fans are scum. They've been yeah. filth. They're the white van club. They have been from day. They're filth. There's better videos of them on European away days smashing up calves, trying to start on guys. Who Chelsea ultras, hooligans, and the like. This again is Johnny Vivas <laughs> Come outside. talking. Come outside. Yes, even with the you African can, accent. You can come outside, but just, just not outside my house, please. <laughs> come to, yeah, I don't know, actually, no, that, 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 do you know if you could do like fantasy Royal Rumble? Yeah. yeah. Mm. And you've got like the Chelsea Ultras against Broadwater Farm Lot. Yeah. That's, I reckon that's an all-star. To, I, would, I would subscribe to The Zone to watch yeah. a 10 on 10. So the funny thing about this whole thing was the line in the article that I read, which said, um, he's been sanctioned by the UK government as part of its response to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. What a shame. The government believes the billionaire has had close relationships for decades with Russia's president, Vladimir no belief, it's Putin. Fact. Links, Abramovich has always Everyone, denied. I wasn't allowed to do top 10 books of the year. But number two would have been Catherine Belton's Putin's People. You see, why, I mean, to be fair, and everyone should read that book. Grace is probably the one guest that, of all our guests who would probably enjoy like a top ten book of the year. I have the I list. Would, yeah. I send it to you. I got yeah. it. Um, I wrote it down. He wouldn't let me say it. We'll make it happen. Um, maybe never. Um, should, what do you think? About, yeah, you, I mean, to be fair, uprising <laughs> oligarchs <laughs> have been given. I was a bit annoyed that they didn't get. Well, I can't say annoyed. I was surprised that mm. they didn't get sanctioned straight away. Is there anything in the fact that they were given two weeks to get their shit together? Yeah, obviously there's Absolutely. something. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Just so I'm out. not going crazy. Who's the brother that um, Boris interfered with him getting like a period? Lebedev. Le- that's it. Yeah, yeah. And his old man's literally a KGB agent. Do you know what I mean? I'm yeah. just like, if these men can get out and house prices can sort themselves out for a little bit, please. So that's what I was saying. Get them out of here. So that's what I was <laughs> because saying. Because the people that should be going to SW1 and that are now coming to Peckham <laughs> and I can't live where I grew up. So please get them out. Get them out of here. Yeah. I'm you. Please. I've had enough. I've had enough. Yeah, no, but that's some that's some real shit. Like, and this they should, is a... just, they should turn all them big houses. Like, uh, Abramovich owns like the gaff behind Kensington Palace. Yeah. yeah. Right. Come on. Boom. That's that's your Ukrainian refugee shelter right I, there. That Put would all be of them lovely. in there. What poetic justice? Hundred men. You get hundred yeah, men yeah. in there. Done. Yeah, yeah. Tents in the garden. Everything. Don't need to come Tottenham. No. Much safer. Pretty. Are you listening? You need to chat to your girl, bro. Yeah, I do. Um, Why is she your girl, please? Oh. How long have we got? I'm is it of, the bunda? I'm, it's not really. It's I just, the whole I just, body. I just, no, it's not really. It is. No, is it's it not a little bit? Body. Is, is it a bit about like the, the attraction to an evil woman? No, kind it's of not get... even that. I just think objectively, she's mm. just nice on the eyes a little bit. 
No, she's paying. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Like, that's I'm not it. gonna lie. She's also that it's really haram. sneaky smile. If she was a force for good, mm. I'd be like chaotic, Peng. chaotic good. You know what I mean? mean? This is haram. But, but the fact she's she evil, is yeah. very evil. It's tough um, for me. It's tough for me. Trust me. Skepta just randomly posting oh, her picture. Yeah. I no love, comments. I love just, Skepta, just, but that really knocked him down a peg. This is like this is like Jewish people falling in love with Eva Brown. Yeah. Definitely not allowed. I mean. Yeah, no, pretty hates us, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I back and support Grace. I mean, Johnny's view that the Russians need to leave so that we can get our house prices back to a when kosher did I, level. When did I say yeah, that? Everything in this section has been you. Yeah. We've already... I don't we've think already I was, said. Uh, we've already said. Yeah. Right. Maybe the oligarchs um, can leave. But literally, no one is safe. So, um, if you enjoy restaurants such as Bob Bob Ricard, yes. Hyde, um, <laughs> see, we've got, you, you better go. You better go there Novikov. and press. You better go in there, no. Novikov. You better go to Bob Bob Ricard and hit the old uh, push here for champagne one last yes. time because yes. you might not be able to do that for much longer, well, my is, friend. This is what I'm talking about: the restriction of thought content. Yeah. On Instagram, and it needs to stop. World peace needs thought content. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Immediately. Yeah. I think also, I mean, like, I think sex and violence all sort of goes hand in hand. Maybe Amen. But you know what I mean? So there's a little, little there's something about that, that there's all this thought content that's coming out whilst we're all at war. It's just that sort of thing, like as a plane's crashing, do you just bang the person next to you? Yeah. Sort of. Have you seen that? No, you no, I would. Yeah. You probably would. I mean, Think about you know, it all the we're time. going down, might as well. Think about it all the time. Um, it's, the, uh, it's the Shane Warne way to go out. <sighs> Shane Warne? What? So, that? I mean, I mean, we could, Go straight into that, actually. That was the idea. I, um, Segway King. You know when things happen in the news and you think this could be a fictional story? Mm. Yeah. But then having lived in Bangkok. Yeah. Very crazy things happen in that Yes. Place. Very yeah. crazy things happen in Thailand. It's called Bangkok for a reason. But can I make a point that I would like to just make this like PSA, oh. you know, of about Thai society. It's the Farang. It's the Europeans there it's that are the wrong. Yeah, of always course. the Farang. Let's just make that clear. Of I just course. feel like the the kind of people at like Bangkok. I think every city attracts a certain kind of person, mm. and Bangkok is the kind of place where there are a lot of people who are trying to run away from something, mm. run away from themselves, whatever it is, not to get too deep. Families, or whatever. wives whatever yeah, it yeah. is, and then they get there, and especially like the men, you have these like four, five, sixes. In this place where you know their 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 wallet gives makes them a ten, do you know what I mean? Yeah. The boras people I saw, yeah, not yeah. boras, 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 boras. <laughs> like, have you seen Pan's Labyrinth? Yes. You know the guy with no, the don't do it. Yeah, there was a man oh, that swear to God looked like him. Swear to God was him, and wow. he had this like beautiful. I just I was there like sis, get your game in it. But here's something though, Thai government. Uh, if you marry a Thai woman. 51% of everything you have belongs to her. Immediately. Immediately. Oh, man. We got segues coming out of our yeah, ass yeah. this episode because we're yeah. going to go into the divorces in a nah, bit. Yes. It. Do you know Ooh. what? Because when I was there, I re- again, it's something you can't understand until you live in, in a mm-hmm. society, but they actually do so much to safeguard their women, but also their, their sovereignty, their wealth. Right? Yes. So like, there was this guy that I worked with. He was this Irish guy who came there with his classic story. He came with his European girlfriend his real estate uh, showed him the flat, cheated on his girlfriend with this with this type beauty peng. I mean, like, wow. Goddess. Wow. Delicious. Wow. God made you people differently, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. wow. Beautiful. You mm-hmm. know, just, I just wanted to stare at her. She was so beautiful. I did just stare at her, to be honest. Anyway, so he got with her. Three months later, she falls pregnant. Mm-mm. Her family descend. Secure the bag. They descend from Chiang Mai. Yes. Move into the house. In half terms, 
she'd be off to Japan, mm. Korea, uh-uh. Finland. Uh-uh. He'd be at home with the kids. Ah, the mum and aunt would move in to take care of the kids. That's not queen of work. Not That's what you queen. thought it was. Do you know what I mean? And I was sat there like, you know what? Yeah, reparations. For you. <laughs> <laughs> find, but on the Irish, you can't claim reparations on the Irish. Nah, nah, if nah, he nah, was, he if he was like from <laughs> Lancashire, nah, nah, nah. you'd be my like, pe- yeah. My people it. need a bit of discipline too, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, um, <laughs> yeah, I've only been to I've only been to Bangkok once and Phuket once. Oh, Phuket to, is to maybe point, the worst place. Yeah, to no, your Phuket point, is trash. Yeah, it Phuket's was getting the bin. so unsettling. And we were right. having this chat before yeah. recording. Yeah. One of the most beautiful countries on earth. Yeah, Some of the it. nicest people on earth. Phuket attracts the worst of Romans of I, Western yeah, yeah. society. I was rattled. I went probably like 11 years ago, so it was my first proper exposure to it. Seeing these grown-ass men with young girls who mm. literally didn't even look... I mean, you can be um, 18... And or you can be older and look younger, yeah, but yeah. these girls genuinely what, looked pubescent, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and, it, and it was just it horrendous. was it was horrible. Um, but if you wondering why we're talking about Thailand um, so intensely, yes, um, it's because Shane Warne, who if you don't know him, is a legendary Australian cricketer, who, the greatest, who many regard as being one of the greatest of all time, the if greatest, not the greatest. Um, Ball and shine. I'm on the side of everything black, <laughs> so I'm just going to throw Brian Lara out there, even if I don't know if that's actually Shake right or not. I don't know. Like I, might, I, I might not know. I don't know. That might not be true, but I don't watch cricket. But he's black, so yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. So highest test score in history. He died. Score. He died um, unexpectedly at 51. 52. Yeah, 51, 52, 52 years and old. And we're saying it's a heart attack, right? Nothing. Nothing. Big dodgy. Yeah, that's yeah. a very good question, Grace Kelly. Um, yeah. Yes, that's the official. Yeah. Death. Or cause of death, rather. Yes. And not many people, uh, not many people had a reason to believe that wasn't the truth mm. until the dreaded WhatsApp chat content started Oi. doing the rounds. Let's go, baby. Now you won't be able to find any articles that lead to this on the internet. In fact, I tried yes. before you guys got here. Mm-hmm. There have been links that have been created by news outlets that have been cut off, mm. yeah. injunctioned. Um, but you can't stop the rumor mill on WhatsApp. It's a different so I, place altogether. So imagine my face when... There's a whole Reddit to this now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, everything lives on Reddit. Basically, long story short, there was a video, mm-hmm. a series of pictures. Yes, that I sent um, that, Yeah, you sent me. I, actually. Sent I initially got a picture, but then yeah. Johnny sent me the rest. So when we, you know when we said earlier that like, Europeans are good at war? Mm. Like white culture is snuff videos. We're good at snuff videos yeah. and filth content. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You guys do that very, very well. And the video involved Shane Ward in his... Shane Warne, sorry. Shane Ward is who? The guy who won Pop Idol or some shit, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what? Yeah, I forgot. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I was, like, I, was, I was like looking up the story and I typed in Shane Ward and I was like, nah, it's not this guy. <laughs> Cri- cricket? Shane nah, I got Warne. confused real quick because he's yeah. also bald as well, so it's yeah. not going on. Exactly. The video is, is essentially Shane Warne in his final hours having a massive orgy yes. with yeah, a course. few women. Now, I don't Four. know what... Four, four or was it three? Four, four, four other what women. A way to go out, honestly. And ideal, he, frankly, ideal. And look, man, I don't really have much on this. I just want to say, look, as you say, there aren't many better ways to go. He was, was he married? Uh, no, he was. He was. He fucking, wasn't married. He was divorced. Even just better. Put, just spent context. He was fucking Liz Hurley for a minute. Yeah. And for a, for a for a king less than six foot to fucking 
put Liz Hurley over, yeah. that's yeah. sauce. You Yo, need Liz Hurley sauce, is our like, oh, daughter today. You know, baddie, yeah. like your daddy was a cute guy. Oh, yeah? R.I.P. She's yeah. very fine. It's maybe the reason that um, Austin Powers is the greatest movie franchise in cinema history. But more importantly, there <laughs> are stories. Ugh. There are stories. Your whitest uh, take ever. Yeah, wow. Uh, well, Liz Hurley's in it, so grow up and deal with did, it. Did he yeah. say eight percent? Um, there are stories of when um, Shane Warne was playing at uh, Hampshire. He's playing cricket at Hampshire, and for some reason, he was staying at a hotel in Accrington. Who what are they? Uh, exactly. Um, and <laughs> um, to cut a very long story short, I think he basically put every single good-looking woman in Accrington over the hotel counter. And there's a particularly famous story of, of a woman who sold her story to the papers uh, and for the price of an injunction, got a washing machine. Ah. So not only did she get to blow Shane Warne, she got her laundry done. Done well, now. Shane Warne is a man of the people. And he's getting yeah. an, he's getting a, uh, a state funeral. So again, correct. if you need any indication of how much of a big cheese this guy was, how much of a legend he was, there Amen. you have it. Um, a life well lived. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's interesting because I, I, I have to admit I didn't know I wasn't. He's not. He wasn't very much my periphery at all. <laughs> I knew of him as like this kind of urban legend, yeah. sort of like you very know, an idol for the lads, yes. sort of thing. Iconic. Um, Peak yeah. male athletic performance body. I don't know about that. Because <laughs> um, like also, leading, I don't know, so a comment from his manager. Leading wicket taker of all time. Right, I don't right. know, but he was like on like a 30 day juice cleanse before <laughs> his manager was like, it was ridiculous and stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, you need serious sauce to perform with that kind of body. Yeah. I mean, but it's interesting because it's just like people um, sort of trying to trash him in his death. And it's like, I mean, I don't know, to my knowledge, didn't commit any crimes. No, no absolutely not. anyone? No, it was a good no, bloke. I don't think he did. Um, he, he, was just, just, he was just a bit... He was like a... He was a bit of a wide boy, yeah, isn't he? Was a he, Diego, liked, he was a Diego Maradona, George Best type, right? Yeah, he was he, just a rock and roll like personality liked, of his sport. He liked a super king in an IPA and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There's bit, nothing wrong with that. A bit, bit of Diet Coke as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, a king among men. Rest in peace to Shane... Worn. May now, we, may we all go out as four person orgy. Yeah, as we transition from somebody who made a great deal of money and had a great deal of success by being the elite player in a very narrow field, mm. we move over to Calabasas, mm. Los Angeles, mm. where Kim Kardashian has taken a page out of the Molly Mae doctrine. Yes. And said, I have advice for you bitches. Fucking work. Yes. Nobody seems to want to work anymore. Yes. I actually loathe that woman. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like Molly May really wore a lot of heat. So first we all right, carry on. I feel like Molly May really wore a lot of heat. What heat? Uh well people <laughs> like, no. what heat? No, people, pray new tell. Yeah, Please. people yeah. <laughs> divulge. Uh, I will. Uh people <laughs> said that Molly May was, you know, fortunate. We had the distinguished her Majesty the Mayor of Camden on the podcast. Shout out shout Sab. Out, shout out Sab. Uh, say that, you know, Molly May needs to learn the difference between being busy and hard work. What was the, yeah, yeah, what yeah. Was the phrase? Working, hard, yeah. working hard and being busy. That was the one. Uh, people said that Molly May was a B-Tech influencer. Yeah, I don't agree with that bit. Clearly her culture. <laughs> what, is she... No, I mean, as in, like, let's not cuss out B-Tech's in it, but I'm just, I just, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I, I used that. to be an I educator in it. No, I'm like, I'm just, I know, I know you. I hear you on that one still. Um, <laughs> Got him. I hear, 
Hey. Yeah, be so loose with your fucking. Listen, <laughs> anyway, Mister, I am. My name's uh, Imperial University, and I've got a degree from Rich Abiadi. Say it again. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. People condemned Molly for being a average influencer, yet her culture has extended transatlantic. Yep. So maybe the highest echelons. There you go. What's her culture, please? <laughs> Grow up and work harder. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Let's circle I feel back like this here. is I feel like this is her segment. Let I her mean, land. Let, her land. <laughs> let her land. My problem with I think I think Molly May, you could you could um I think the, the being the difference between busy and being productive or, or whatever is is very spot on. Being busy but also hard. it's like Molly May has a team of people. She doesn't have 24 hours, she has 24 hours of a team of people. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's that, yes, does that mean that you're working hard? Absolutely. There is no way you can say. She's not working hard. Uh, I can say she's not working hard. I mean, I'm going to say she's. I'm. Not I'm hard. giving. I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt here, yeah, right? I'm not, but but land. In, in in a time when people are working multiple jobs, like we're seeing petrol prices go up by the minute. Mm. Just tax rise coming, baby. You know what I mean? The vines boot. I, mean, I don't know if you guys follow um, Jack Monroe. Yes. The vines boot in yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. Increase of just like staple price and whatever. At this point, to come out and tell people, especially Kim Kardashian. That's Jezebel. <laughs> That's <halots. laughs> I I would say I would I you just call never, her a harlot. I called her a harlot. And I'll tell you why I call her a harlot. I'll tell you so, why. And even the Jezebel is the is the dizzy rascal you know, segue. Yeah. Well, and we are even, on fire tonight. Segueing. I've had to put my drink down for this. It's not even <laughs> it's not even the sex tape and whatever. For me, it's just that what just you know what? I'm not shaming a woman about that at all. Mm-mm-mm. For me, it's more so what the Kardashian family represent. They mm-hmm. are a group of succubus that have literally of, just- Of what, uh, sorry? Yeah. They're like female, like demonic energy. Okay. Swear to God. Okay. Like, <laughs> oh, I will not forgive them for what they've done to Kanye. <laughs> anyway, no, no, but no, on a serious note, I just think that they, I remember distinctly, you know, newspapers and magazines like cussing out Beyonce's body mm. until Kim Kardashian appropriated it. Yeah. And Ooh. then it became fashionable. Mm. And so too. for me, I can't Sweet help as, as a black woman looking at her and the influence that she's had on society. I've had a woman at work ask me where I got my lip fillers. Are you mm. fucking I, joking me? I said, I grew it in the womb. <laughs> Did they you slap her? No, I said, I grew it in the womb. I feel like violence Where did you get your own? You know what I mean? I said, no, but to the point where like... They have had such a detrimental impact, I think, on society in so many ways to the point where I'm having white women asking me if my natural features Mm -hmm. are synthetic. That's mad, you know. Right? I'm one of the people who doesn't really hate Kim, but when you put it like that, that is absolutely fucking crazy. Right? And now she's getting rid of her, you know, her bum cheeks and whatever. Watch... You know, I'm already seeing, you know, low rise jeans can make a comeback, mm, mm, which is like, mm, please let us, mm. let us thick waist ladies enjoy <laughs> our high waist jeans. Please. <laughs> it was a great time for us. And then once that goes, what's going to happen? That thin, thick figure thing is going to come back again. Right. Yes. And it's just like, but, so for me, I just find them such a toxic group of people take away my, my very misogynist comments about her being a harlot, but still <laughs> a harlot of the black experience. Um, very good. Do you know what I mean? That's, Thank, that's you. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but I just, wow. How tone deaf, man. 
Yeah. When Meghan McCain is writing an article in the Daily Mail, yeah. Meghan McCain yeah. is cussing you out in the yeah, Daily yeah, Mail. Yeah, yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Wow. That's rock bottom. Yeah, That's and really rock And we had somebody, <laughs> there was somebody who came out and tweeted a Jessica Dufino who said I was an editor. Yes. The Kardashian. Yes. Thank you. In 2015 in LA. Work days, nights and weekends. Could only afford groceries from the 99 cents only store. I called in sick more than once because I couldn't put gas in my car to get to the office Fam. and was reprimanded for freelancing on the side. Gas was cheap then. As and well. Courtney, how many times she said <laughs> on the show that she's she's not one for work? Yes. You know, mm. I also did not come to this life for labor, but at the same time, you know, they're constantly cussing her out for being feckless on the show, apparently. Mm, yeah. And then apparently she was there with Kim going, yeah, no, people don't want to work hard anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's bleak. Yeah. It's bleak. It's bleak. I don't know. There's, uh, I mean, I, there's not much to say. There's not much to say. There's Just not much to say. Shut the fuck up. We covered like, it. She, she actually managed. Do you know what? Tutu, she managed to come out of the whole divorce thing smelling of roses. Yeah, I mean, because, she, because Kanye, Kanye was moving, was moving mad. moving so mad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So mad. She'd like, in the most fucked way, managed to like deracialize de herself by fucking a white guy. And like, now she can go mainstream. She's not fucking yeah, Kanye anymore, right? Exactly. And she still managed to drop the bag. Yeah, and to Grace's point, and to Grace's point, that's why all the injections are coming out. Exactly. That's why them as a family are moving towards the Rockers and the mm -hmm. Pete Davidsons and the Machine Gun Kellys, all that stuff. Miley Cyrus went from twerking to yeah, now yeah, she's yeah. like a proper hillbilly well, that's fine, though, because we've used, we've used black culture. Yeah, yeah. Now we're rich. Yeah. We will just tell people to work harder for us. Exactly. Yeah. Very exactly. Good. Very good. This narrative, it's not accidental, is it? No, but this is, this is, this is by design. Yeah, this is how this capitalism is, this works. Is, yeah, they're capitalism all, works by they're, getting other people to work harder for you. They're all in it. Yeah, they're all in it together. And this is, this is, um, it's harmful um, to Grace's point. This is a time when mo people are working harder than ever. People are hustling three or four different hustles. Um, so this is completely tone deaf, but get up and fucking. Work. But the only way, the only way Girl. that this is this is ever going to, or the power dynamic is going to shift, is if my idea for one of the greatest episodes of Black Mirror actually comes to fruition. Now, my idea for that episode of Black Mirror oh. is, okay, mm -hmm. what would happen if everybody who follows the Kardashians just unfollowed them for a week? Yes, wow. just unfollowed them for a week. That's my idea for what would be the greatest Black Mirror episode ever. Yeah, it would be like it would be like an ongoing refugee and cost of living crisis. We can just pretend they don't exist. Uh, it'd be interesting also to see what they would try and do to capture people's attention. And that will be the end of them. Wow. Because they will, oh. they will stop at nothing. Oh, didn't they who bought the the part 2 of the Ray J sex tape? Kanye. Oh. So they just buy it off him and, and leak it. True. Yeah, yeah. And Chris then they go cycle again. Yeah, yeah, yeah I feel yeah, you. Ah, yeah. uh, anyway, you guys saw the Batman film, right? I haven't seen it yet. What's Trash. his name? Absolutely trash. Why is it trash? Garbage. Why? It's long, I heard. It's three hours long, bro. Obnoxiously. Yeah. It's absurdly. arrogantly long. Thank oh, you. I'm that so happy you said Also, that. can we not make new films? But three hours of Zoe Kravitz. No, She's see, actually I don't, I've never hours. got the hype. See, Zoe Kravitz, Zandaya, oh, all like the, 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 the cute beige girls. I don't get it. It's a bad take. So, <laughs> bad take. Grace, bad take. first of all, <laughs> shitting on your people like that. I know I, I am I a beige, thought, I'm part of the beige brigade. I thought you were above that. <laughs> no, um, but there's this like, you know, like this idolization of like the ethereal beige girl. You know, know what I mean? Just, like I, she could be a fairy, I, I, but she's a person. I've, one of my favorite artists of all time is Lenny Kravitz. Yes, so, Jewish king. I was outside when he was making songs about this daughter of his. Mm -hmm. um, so not in a creepy way, but I've seen her coming, if that makes sense, mm -hmm. right? And um, that sounds dodgy, doesn't it? Mm. 
Um, <laughs> see her blossom. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> basically, she's been peng for time. I've watched it become legal to fancy her. That's... I'm glad you said it. That was Johnny. Um, so everything that's happened He's thereafter, I'm not. <laughs> no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm composed. Everything that's happened thereafter in terms of her increased beauty mm. is is actually to be expected. She was seen with Channing Tatum, though, which is yeah, a bit upsetting. He's, he's a um, very odd-looking bloke, look, isn't like, he? Just like a young Ian Dowie. He looks like a thumb, oh, like a proper thumb. I was about to say, he looks like a potato. Uh, yeah, but. proper. Um, but it did make me wonder. who. Wh- like, what did um, Patterson, has he, has he getting on as Batman? Is he... He's what? just playing the same fucking Newt from Twilight, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is he? Jarring. Sort of looks at the camera with an angle. He is funny <laughs> though, because he had uh, apparently had uh, like an after party after the premiere okay. at Pete, what's his name? Pete Davidson, what's his name? Pete Davidson. White Pete King. Davidson's um, club, club and just played yeah. Donda. The yeah. <laughs> Swear <laughs> down. He's down inside. to ride. So that's gang shit. He's yeah, down yeah, to yeah, ride. That's gang shit. So he was not very good. No, it's trash. Who's it's your still- favorite Batman? Oh, it's Christian Bell. Christian Bell. Has to be Christian Bell. But I, not, not, I, Ma- not Michael Keaton. No. Nah, hold that. Me. Hold that. You, you hey, sure? L- let yourself land in it, but it's a, it's a trash take. And that, you that, own it yourself. The Christian Bell um, segment of the Batman remake. The trilogy. Yeah. Fantastic. Bad Killian boy Murphy's shit. in there as well. Yeah. Shout Scarecrow. out. Come Shout on. out. Shout out. Yeah. yeah the Christopher, I, I just feel like I'm calling for a ban on future Batman productions so we figure out what's going on because it just doesn't need to happen anymore. Stop. Making They've, the same story. But they, but they perfected yeah. it, right? Like, how are you going to do better than the Joker? How are you going to do better than Fam, yeah, Ledger's see, that, that's, Joker? Yeah. And yeah. we already tried to redo Batman with J-Lo's ex. Uh, what's his name? Ben Affleck. Affleck man know. like. Yeah. He was Batman. Shit. Yeah, trash. Yeah. Zack Snyder. Trash. Val Kilmer. Yeah, leave yeah. it. Uh, no, also trash. The best thing he's done is give us that meme. Yes. That's smoking the best one. thing he's done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, feel, I felt that one. This yeah. I have a spiritual connection. As we said earlier, the whole year is October and Tuesday. Literally. Yeah. It's bleak. Uh, yeah, no, this film's trash. Stop making more Batman films. Zoe Kravitz is objectively laying. That's an awful take. Who? Zoe Kravitz. Oh, you talk mad fast. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't well, hear the name. Um, I'll try. She, she's objectively laying. Yeah. It's a bad take. But the film, they also wasted a whole hour. You know the whole uh, flying rat thing? Yeah. Right? Fam, penguins don't fly. Spoiler alert. Shut up. Grow up and see the film in it. <laughs> penguins don't fly, bruv. You waste, they could have cut an, a good hour out of a three hour film on this. It was mad. I do feel sorry for Paul Dano because he was fucking sick. Yeah. The Riddler was actually a sick actor. That his was bit, a good performance. His bit in the, uh, in the jail cell and whatever, mm. that was very, very well done. Um, Robert Pattinson should just either make Twilight or do Comic Con. Which one had Bane? Off. Which one had Bane? That he was, should just do that was Christian, music. That, that was, was Christian Bale. That was Christian Bale. That yeah. was the Nolan trilogy. Yeah. I feel you. About to get serious. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As a man. Mm-hmm. No, as men. As men. Okay. Johnny. Yeah. Sorry, Grace. Mm-hmm. You might not like this. Mm-hmm. We have had to sit through a lifetime of some incredibly sad high-profile divorces, mm. many of which have resulted mm-hmm. in our fellow male mm-hmm. having to pay hand over foot yes. oh, to divorce settlements. Yes. Oh, what a shame. And alimony. Yeah, all of it. Spousal and child, all that shit, right? I'm thinking more recently, mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos. 
the 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 president of White Boy Summer. Thirty eight billion. Thirty eight billion. The Great Egg. Tiger Woods. He had to give Ellen seven hundred and ten yeah, million. He's an idiot I mean, still. was what he did that bad? Listen, we've all we've um, all done too many um, sedatives and crashed the car. I feel like I, that judgment was racist. Actually, Roman Abramovich. Um, he had, to oh, pay, he had to pay out quite a no, bit of time I as well. No, the worst one I've ever heard of is the one that Cesc Fabregas yeah, robbed he, off the other Russian. Might need to let me just finish. My Haram. Intro. He doesn't, yeah, like, yeah, he doesn't just, like let me finish yeah, my intro as this lad. Um, he had to pay out 300 million to his wife, Roman Abramovich. Mm. Um, is that all? Yeah. Only 300 million? Only. Um, you see what he's done to his ops, right? Anyway. He's done very um, well at that. Ray Parler. <laughs> Did the, he get fleeced? The landmark. Oh man, maybe you're too young to remember this. The Ron for Pele. So, landmark case in 2004, mm-hmm. where his wife not only got paid out a lump sum, which was about 250K at the time, okay. but she won both homes, which were a total of a million pounds, but was also able to secure a third of his future mm. earnings after the divorce. Excellent. After a marriage that lasted a total of three and a half years. Excellent. Well done, her. I mean, they were together. They were together for longer. But I just think if this is M and A's, isn't it? Yeah, but why? Yeah, exactly. But why let her? This is literally it. The marriage is the merger. Then they get the acquisition. Welcome to markets, baby. Literally. But on the flip side, we've had some good divorces um, where the male has secured the bag. Amen. Happy International Women's Month. Yes. Guy Ritchie. It's not a month, is it? It is a month. It's not a month. Anyway, Guy Ritchie. Securing the bag from Madge. Amen. A cool 90 million. Ish. It's just hatred against women. K-Fed. Mm. Kevin Federline. King no, Federline. I no, I allow it. No, you cannot. He got a couple million for about nine months work. That's you can't the, co-sign that one. That's actually what the K stands for in K-Fed is, is king, is king shit. Adele's oh. husband. Yes. Ex-husband. Yes. <laughs> no, you cannot come for Adele. Simon Konecki yeah. wow. received a cool... 140 M's. Here to listen. B. B. Here to listen to three shit albums. And I think that I was going to say it's a small <gasps> price to pay for listening to some of that music. Ooh. Oh, babe, I just, reco- I just recorded this song in the studio today. Give it a listen. What do you think? Oh, listen, and he's got a high C and he's got very a gladly. Yeah, uh, and he's got a lie about it. Not all of her songs, obviously. I'm my time. Not Come all on. of her songs, I have to say. <laughs> I'm just, my let's time. Let me absorb. Just the, major- for your just the majority <laughs> of her songs. Mm-hmm. And now we have a brand new story a mm-hmm. wonderful beautiful beautiful story let's go recognizing the pain the suffering wow the love mm-hmm. and the effort that goes into a marriage mm. from a man's perspective it's hard work lol it's hard work let's clap it up for brandon blackstone the ex-husband Boo. the ex-husband Boo. of kelly clarkson and i'll yes. tell you why grace kelly <laughs> He is going to receive a one-off payment hey. of 1.3 million. Now, Jeez. doesn't sound like a lot. Doesn't sound like a lot. Especially when he's but, a millionaire himself. What? But also, he is going to receive, because mm. they have two kids, five and seven years old, $45,000 a month in child support. And they don't live with him. Joint custody. But they don't live with him. But it gets better. Oh, it does. Best of all. Mm. Best of all. He gets... 115k a month. Very good. Spousal support. Only until 2024. So he can basically Simon Lviv this situation and take money 
from one lady to spend it on the rest of his home. Let's, Let's go. It's the Ponzovsky scheme, baby. Uh, yeah, so there's all kinds of like finer details about the divorce. Like she gets the family pets, the multiple cars. They get a f- she got the all guns. the f- Ford F20. He gets like a what? he gets the farm, cattle, livestock, the stock dogs, the horses. He gets a Ford F350. He gets a couple of Patek Philippe watches. And the kids have yes, to be some va- serious shit. A pickup truck and some watches. I'd be happy with that. I got and nothing the kids on this. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, they yeah, have to yeah. get vaccinated. I don't know what. Yeah, anyway. um, give a shit. I got nothing to say on this except for city boys. We up. We up. And it's about time. Summer is coming. It's about time. He, is on, you, the, he is on the yacht. Yes. Let me give you boat. young kings a little history lesson. <laughs> Entirely mm. chats. Okay. Entirely chats. I am firmly arrived. <laughs> so what I find astounding about this conversation, my dear, my dear young men, okay, is that in this contract of marriage, mm-hmm, number yeah. one, all the men who get fleeced by the women they marry, mm-hmm. you are an absolute idiots. <laughs> If you do not have a pre-nuptial agreement. Oh. Why? Because marriage is a contract. It always has Amen. been. In the UK, up until the early 20th century, it was required that men were paid dowries. <laughs> and when women married men, anything they owned came under their ownership. This used to be a proper country. Mm. This used to be a proper country. And whatever they inherited became the man's ownership. Correct. So this idea that women are gold diggers... Bear in mind that in the past 120 years, we haven't really had much option as to bringing in our own. Oh, here we go. The fucking patriarchy. There you go. Yes. Yes. I am bringing it in. I am bringing it in. Okay. I'm bringing it in. It's very relevant in this conversation. Very. The patriarchy strikes again. What you have highlighted is the majority of the guys who've got bare pee had pee themselves. Already, I don't Ritchie. actually know Brandon's history, by the way. Now he's got bare pee. He was a manager for time. He groomed oh, her. This was like a shit. you know oh. Mariah Carey sparkle situation. Oh. Yeah, oh. A Rene, I'm bringing a, it. Rene, Rene, Celine Dion. That thing was his name. Rene. Rene. Yeah, yeah, she loved. No, yeah. no, that was real love doing it. I mean, she's singing the same song she was for 20 40. years. <laughs> she, was, she was 14. She was 14. Oh, he did a he did a Bridget Macron. But anyway, we moved. Yeah, oh. he did an R. Kelly in mm. it. But anyway, God, you were about to tell us that we're rob trash. Us of so much music. They really do. Anyway, um, no, nah, man, a real talk though. And what I found interesting is just like <laughs> what's been divvied up: guns, <laughs> sheep. I, I love that he's got the Ford F three fifty. That is like she got the that is the, red, that got is the, the redneck's pickup truck of choice. Yeah. I didn't realize she was such a redneck. That yeah, was yeah. what surprised me. I'm surprised she's, not she's from Texas. that. Like, Rich. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, come on. No, RT. Like, she had that one song. Since you've been gone. No, and sorry. she disappeared. No, she's the, she's the American Idol winner that filled the Britney Spears vacuum. She was literally the leading you, white you woman say, of America. Yeah. You say yeah. all of that. For a good few years. You say that all is a that. hefty bag. Can you name at least two songs? That's not the point. Yeah, but you see now the internal I mean, American music market is something else. It's though. different. You can make bare peas. Especially if you're like in oh, that country. There are multi-million yeah. streaming artists that we've never heard of. Yeah. Unless you're like super active. In and let's culture. not forget, East Asia loves strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. Jessie you know? J is like the queen of China. It's mad Isn't chat. That, I saw her at Troy Bar in Hoxton. Can you imagine? Was yeah, yeah. <laughs> she singing with her hands? She was, uh, I just, you know, the, the jaw and the vibrato is a lot to too follow, much, isn't it? too much. But she's a Tottenham fan. It's like, so it's she like can... an abacus. She can... Too much. <laughs> yeah, it's too much. <laughs> Yeah, it's just going everywhere. Um, <laughs> look, uh, going on. rich people. Mm-hmm. 
just don't get married, mate. Honestly, just sack it off. Just really. prenup it. Just, just prenup yeah. it. Yeah, just prenup it. Nah. I mean, I think in most, um, especially in the UK, right? Those things don't even really hold much in court, do they, prenups? I think in America, it's more ironclad, but here it's not really even a thing. It's in, it's, it is interesting, though. Like, it's harder to... It's, it's harder to get out of a mortgage than it is to get out of a marriage, mm. right? But at the same time, it's just things like as soon as... You know, if you own your home, but your partner moves in, you're not married, they have claim mm -hmm. to your home and stuff, mm -hmm. right? So, like, I'm not being anti-love. I'm very in love myself, but yeah. I think it's just... Shout out, PJ. Shout out, PJ, babes. What, babes? <laughs> you listening, babes? Come on. Um, but I do find it astounding when you have an empire yeah. and you're just out here risking... I don't know, maybe this is just my, my hood upbringing. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. like, you're risking the bag. Protect yeah. the bag. Protect at all costs. At all costs. All the time. Yeah. But there you go. Shout out, Brandon. Shout out, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, Guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and any man who has, Dumbass who has secured the bag. Yeah. Simon Kinecki, my G, you made it. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Like, I'm, I am the child of a man who went through four divorces. Yeah. Oi. And it's, That's it's expensive. hard. It's hard. It doesn't, it, you that, turned out that ends well terrible. rounded, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I was only, yeah. I was only the first. So like, unaffected. It's, um, it, it's haram. It's haram. Um, Grim story of the week, which is oh just, no. a, I, I know how this debate is going to go. It's not, it's not much of a debate. Chris Brown got accused of rape, a rape that was supposed to have taken place in 2020. Mm. He then turned up this week and apparently he's got all of the receipts, which, which prove the opposite, mm -hmm. which, which throws up the obvious question. When are we going to start locking up motherfuckers who do this to people? Mm. What's that, that you from the football team? Mason Greenwood. Mason Greenwood. Mm. It sort of brought that back in mind of the, I mean, she had concrete proof because mm. she had that awful, awful mm. recording, which mm. I wish I hadn't listened to. Yeah. And it just makes you question it with, with, with knowing what we know about Chris Brown. Yeah. I mean, I, I am never, I am never fully invested in a story such mm. as this until all of the facts have come out. I don't mm. like the emotional roller coaster of like, you know, all of the plot twists and so on and so forth. Give me the case. Give me the give me the give me the Jussie Smollett sentencing. Mm. Give me that day. Give me that point. By the way, he yes. got locked up for five months and still says that he's innocent. That's that crazy. Was, did that's you see crazy. his thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, that. if I get hurt inside, it wasn't me. I am not suicidal. <laughs> I have to say, I'm not suicidal. He's he he's maybe the the the, the maddest, the, the most, the maddest person from Grace's community ever. Absolutely. The most sourceless, you know I mean? the most sourceless light skin I've ever seen in my life. Can I just say, someone Cedric the Entertainer made that joke once about he's like, you know, we've got to let mixed race people be what doing what they're doing. <laughs> when they do mad shit, we're just like, we're not, and it upsets me. You had Tandiwe Newton, Tandy yes. Newton. Yes, man, I'm like, my, my mommy oh, looks like you. Yeah. My, no, my mama. <laughs> but yeah, um, in case you don't know what we're talking about, as I said. Chris Brown had a, had, a, had an accusation of rape, mm. um, which is which is a, a current trend uh, with an R&B artist in America. Trey yes. Songz has similar um, cases being brought to him. But what happened was a series of texts and voice notes that the lady sent to Chris along the lines of, that was the best dick I've ever had. Um, their agreement to get a morning after pill, because clearly he didn't pull out. Um, amateur. And, uh, <laughs> Deserves it. Um, and that's, a whole why, bunch that's, why you, that's why you have the spicy condom ready and, to go. Yeah, exactly. And a whole, to Drake. Exactly. And a whole bunch of other text messages which led uh, us, and I guess obviously her prosecution or her defense team um, to withdraw their support from her. I mean, it's not much of a debate, but 
we've got to start locking up these wrongful rape accusers, right? Because no matter what happens after this, Chris Brown is always going to be known as the rapist, right? The minute you come out with a kit, with a with a with an accusation as strong as that, mm. there's no really there's no reversing that really. Yeah, look. Um, meanwhile, she is going to fall into the into the Twitter sphere. No one's going to know who the f she is. Her legal team have said nope. We want no parts, and she's going to be able to crack on with her life. Babe, what are you talking about, Chris, Chris Brown? I mean, he's clearly he's got other problems. Fine. But, but, he, what, I, like, I mean, Chris, even if it wasn't, Chris Brown has obviously got a checkered past, right? So there's a whole bunch of other things that Chris Brown has done and mm. will do, which are going to check him more than this fine. maybe. But that's, it's less about Chris Brown. It's more about I, false yeah. rape accusations. I would say, I think, I think the problem with this is that off, whenever this happens, it's always a high profile case. Mm-hmm. Because the majority, like literally the percentile of rape <laughs> cases that turn out not to be true, as in like clearly proven lie, is like in the, between one and three yeah, percent, yeah, yeah. literally, right? So, but what it does when you have a high profile case like this, it continues this narrative of oh, 50-50. Like mm-hmm. the like the likelihood is that he, you know, it's fifty fifty. He could he's either telling the truth or she's lying. It's down the middle. When we know statistically that's not true, Facts. right? And I agree that there should be for her some sort of reprimand. It's tricky though because it's not like this tricky because it's a sticky one. Because Chris Brown is not, it's not like he's had enough just desserts for the shit that he's, he's done. Well, this is like, this is what I said earlier in the week. I was like, this is kind of like Hitler. Oh, what? Getting a free pass because he didn't throw any Latinos in the gas Welcome chamber. Welcome to the podcast. Johnny reaches mm. quite a lot. He makes pretty crazy links, Grace. Yeah, well, that's, he, that's um, yeah. he didn't gas any Latinos. And so like half of my family should thank him. And this is where Chris Brown is. Like, he still smacked the shit out of Rihanna. But this guy's not did, a hero. Didn't he just because he didn't rape he was, this one. But he uh, got, yeah, okay. He's just, uh, okay. didn't he? I mean, I can't even remember what the aftermath or what the result of the Rihanna thing was. But didn't he have to serve some kind of time? Didn't he get no, a punishment? No, he, he got a bit of community service. Community service, thank you. That was it. Okay. The thing is, is I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I'm not one for the criminal justice system in the sense of like, let's put people in a, in a, in a small room and mm-hmm. make them think about things. I think that um, people need, need reformation in mm-hmm. whatever way. Amen. Do I think that somebody, and I'm, I'm, I've got to be careful here, but like, do I think that people are past the point of change? No. Do I think he's made a concerted effort to change? Absolutely not. Mm. I don't think he has because I, it's also just the fact that I, you know, the amount of women that still support him, the amount of women that still love him and whatever, like he's not had any, it's not about cancel culture. Like yeah. I don't believe that actually exists, yeah. but like it's more so just what has he done to show that he maybe has a, addressed But what about, what about just like, I mean, I, I know exactly what you're referring to, right? There was a period shortly after the Rihanna thing where he was running wild and then he was a bit quiet and then he came back and then there was that weird obsessive behavior Shakarai over, Raku- over Raku- uh, Karuchi yeah. uh, who he was going out with. I get your point, but good is, is an answer to your question maybe it's just like good behavior over a period of time is a way of showing that he is potentially over some of the things that he did when he was very, very young and stupid because, yeah, he was, what, 20, 21? when that mm. Rihanna thing happened, and that's not to excuse it. No, no, um, no, But we're talking about somebody who's in their 30s now. Somebody who hasn't really been in trouble recently, if we're being honest. What can someone like Chris Brown do to prove that he is a changed person so that when false rape accusations come his way, people don't respond, well, you kind of deserve it because of what you did in the past. Mm. You feel me? Mm. It's, a bit of a, it's a bit of a slippery slope. Yeah. I mean, I, to, I'm, all, I'm all for 
false accusers getting a similar sentence to what the guilty would have got had mm. they been found guilty of it. And I think actually like genuine victims of rape would probably Agree. support that as well. But yeah. there's cases like this that discredit 100%. stories of women who really suffer. And there's yeah. already horrendously low conviction rate in mm. rape cases and it's because of shit like this yeah. that goes on all the time. And the legal legal justice system is already skewed against victims of this kind of crime and this kind of shit doesn't help. So yeah, man. I mean, I, I don't really know too much about the girl or the background, or whatever. But bro, it was just, uh, it was just. I think it was just they met on 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 a yacht. I think it was P Diddy, one of P Diddy's parties, or close to P Classic. Diddy's house or some shit. Yeah. Well, she, fuck her. Fuck she, her. she she, she was head. reaching him. She was reaching out to him a great deal after um after they initially slept together, and he just basically stopped replying to her, which is actually leads me on to you know little Duval. You know, the comedian, Lil Duval. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he came out and was saying a lot of what, you know, what we're saying, you know, women who do this stuff should be should be sentenced and they should have the same level of criticism. But what I found really hilarious was when he said, and fellas, for the record, when you fuck these girls, do your due diligence. Mm. You can't just ghost these hoes right after you fuck. Ooh. You got to send at least two texts afterwards, <laughs> then ghost her. Yes, that's correct. That is correct. I, I support that message. I support that message. But to what end? What I know, you've, what you've got that, to pretend that you care that, about... Does that mitigate I rape what, I think allegations? What I think what he's trying to say is like, um, just be a gentleman. And maybe these cases might not come your way. Yeah, which you, is, no, you've got to pretend that you care about breakfast. Which is wild, but there's something in there. I mean, I, 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 think, I think that I don't think that this, this, this woman would have tried that with anyone but Chris Brown because of his sullied past, <clears> right? You know, there's... Yeah, an element, do you know what I'm saying? She was like, chasing the bag. Uh, I mean, she ain't gonna did, do this did, with John did, did she yes. see a fine? Did she see a financial opportunity? Probably, mm. yeah. Like I'm not putting that past. You can her. see the text though, or you can, yeah. I, yeah. I didn't see the text exchange, but the texts that were re released, you can see her just getting. She goes from being super, yeah. super cool about being ignored to getting ignored more and more and yeah. more, and getting progressively oh. angrier and angrier. So I think that's what Duval's saying. Like you just got to be a bit of a gent about it, and like. I mean, men should always be gentlemen. Just right? be upfront. I mean, I, I, it's, it's such a tough one. Again, yeah. this is like coming from like, this is like old teacher hat on and stuff. Yeah. But like the conversations that we used to have with kids around consent, because you had to as part yeah, of the yeah, job yeah. Mm -hmm. and the very alarming things that kids would say about Whoa. what they thought consent was. Like just, you know, it'd be sort of like a question like, okay, if you, you know, if you're, you're with a boy and you're having fun and whatever and you go home together and you are going to have sex but you change your mind do you have a right to change your mind and it was like 70 percent of the girls would say no because mm -hmm. you brought them home right wow. and it's just this idea around the expectation and whatever and it's just like we need to have more nuanced conversations Absolutely. around what mm -hmm. consent is and mm -hmm. then something like this comes up and then it just brings back the old conversation it's like we're not actually getting anywhere there's no progress here. do you know what i mean yeah, yeah. it's just like oh, it's a be it's a be long you know what was he well you know 100 percent. um well yeah good luck to um to all involved yeah um and i wish them all the best uh chris brown please don't release any more albums that have 50 songs on them please uh, still haven't listened to the last one no um and now we have relationship advice yes we do it's quite a long one uh oh, quite a long one. Um, it's worth it. This is the first time that we've ever gone outside the uh, DMs. Okay. Oh. Um, and I've actually sourced this one. Was it that good? From online. Okay. Wow. It is long, oh, so God. prepare for it. Um, okay. Okay. But get ready. Okay. I have known slash been dating my wife for six years. 
I have known slash been dating, dating my wife. Dating my wife. Anyway, so proceed. So we can, great we can do uh, guess the race from the first comma. <laughs> uh, and we have been spiritually married for two years. Guess the race is now cemented. Um, we're not legally married, although at this point we are essentially common law. We're both high earners, brackets, both earning over 175k a year after tax. Excellent. Full stop. We purchased our home together and we have agreed to split the finances 50-50. We paid for our wedding, honeymoon, everything 50-50. Although I did pay for the cost of our rings and her, and her engagement ring. Our mortgage payments were 50-50 and we comfortably own our home now. So much of our income goes to savings, investments, home improvements and discretionary spending. Because of our incomes, we felt it would be best to keep our finances separate. We're both highly independent people and both very career-driven. It's part of the reason I'm so attracted to her. She's amazing at what she does. I'm so proud to be able to introduce her as my wife and explain what she does. Spiritual wife. Unfortunately, our first two years of marriage were hampered by COVID and lockdowns. Hampered by COVID. We would have loved to have traveled and stayed up quite... Uh, we would love to have traveled and stayed up quite a bit in order to do this. A couple months ago, we had a talk and decided it might be a good time to have kids instead of continuously waiting for better or safer travel conditions. Without too serious discussion about it, we decided to stop using birth control and let things happen as they will. <laughs> Yesterday I came home and my wife was on the phone. <laughs> she seemed like she was in a hurry to end her conversation and tried to evade my question when I asked who she was talking to. Uh-oh. It was her sister. Okay. They don't talk a lot, so that was a bit weird. She still works from home, so she continued to do some work. Then we had dinner and watched some news. Regular, pleasant evening. Then she says she wants to have a serious talk and asks me to make her some tea and meet her upstairs at her work desk. Mm -hmm. I make the tea. Kinky. Bring it up. And she starts talking financials. Oh. Her workplace allows for maternity leave for up to a year, but only provides 50% of her salary for up to six months. The remaining six months is unpaid. She was very direct and said that while her insurance would cover the vast majority of hospital-related costs during her pregnancy and childbirth, I think I see where this is going. taking a six-month break from work would cost her almost $50,000, since her pay would be cut in half. She's asking me to compensate her for that $50,000. Hey. In addition to agreeing to split any related but unexpected costs hey. to pregnancy and childbirth. Yep. Her stance is that if she is doing something for us to start a family... But it is not a true 50-50 split if she is expected to take a financial hit for it and I am not. Given that our finances are separate, uh, she has prepared a list of expectations in terms of what she expected financially and listed some things that her insurance may not cover. I see the logic in that, but I'm really turned off by this because she's essentially <laughs> asking me to pay to have our child. She saw my hesitation. And just doubled down. While her ideal is to return to work after six months, she said it's a real possibility that she may require more time off and oh, decide yeah. as things happen. Yeah, don't return to work after six months. To take up to a year off. Take a year. So she had another plan drafted for that. Uh-oh. Another. Jesus. For another the first six months, together. her work will give her 50% of her salary and I would compensate her for the rest. But for the next six months, since her work would not compensate her, and because this loss is something she is doing for the family, she is, quote, comfortable splitting the loss of her income. 
and only asking me to pay 50% of her salary instead of 100% for the second month period. And she will take the loss of 50% of her salary. Spooky. The idea, I guess, is that both of us, quote, suffer. Fucking war and pieces. Half the loss of income for the second month period. However, if she takes seven to 11 months off, any months after the six can be prorated. Imagine what their chat is like. Oh my God. This is a message. Yeah. I'm going to skip forward to the TLDR. Please. Please. My wife and I both earn over 175K a year and we're considering having children. She's asking me to compensate her for six to 12 months as compensation for the time she will have to take off to have our child. I do not know whether or not she is pregnant. Huh? What do I do? Well, first things first, brother. She can pee on a little stick that will tell her if she's pregnant. Right. Number right. One. So you made me skip that part. Let's tell number one. So it's TLDR and we go. Uh, that's easy. That's solved. And if she is, pregnant, let's presume that she is because it's only a conversation if she's pregnant. Is this your wife or not, brother? I don't even. Un- is this what men have become, RT? Is this what men have become? Real yeah, talk. It is a very particular this woman kind of is about to have your fucking kid. A very particular kind of people. I am questioning whether or not you need to prop her up financially while she's out of work, looking after your kid while you're at work, having a fucking few drinks on a Thursday because you don't want to go home to a crying baby. Is this what men have become? I'm just thinking this baby just sits there in soiled nappies like for hours because they can't decide whose turn it is. Why <laughs> <By> the nappies? <laughs> that is your turn. <laughs> Gertrude. It's actually not my month on the Huggies. This is uh, <laughs> December's yours. Yeah, it's not It's not monthly Huggies, by the way. Um, uh, there are so many problems. These people should not be procreating. Begin to unpack. <laughs> all. Committee. Come you to know? session. I, uh, my friend. Wow. It is your responsibility. 100%. To hold the family down as the sole income. It, it, I'm absolutely astonished that this person would even put this out for a for a for a collective opinion on big big reddit jesus it's mad because also it's just like i don't you know your partner you're a team do you mm. know what i mean like when when my when my boyfriend and I, when we moved to bangkok i went there i had a teaching contract he didn't have a job yet mm. so there was no question in my mind there was no like you owe me this and nah, nah, nah. but like you're 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 you're, you're a partnership but and you the... want to have a family together and you're like, let's get a spreadsheet out. Mm. Yeah, it's mad. But, but she's the... insecure. I mean, also, yeah, sorry, I don't know. I but don't this know is the point is. where they've, uh, their entire relationship to date has been based on keeping everything explicitly separate. And that's what I was going to move on to next. That's a problem. Do you think? In yeah. some respects. 100%. They need to have something which is joint. I'm not saying, there are some couples, by the way, who have an account and then both of their salaries go into that account. Mm-hmm. Or, or a man will put his salary into one account that the wife has access to and all that stuff. And that's, Uncomfortable for some, uncomfortable for many, but that's how some people. In secret. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, <laughs> to Grace's point, sometimes I just want to cop a few things and yeah, not have change. to do. Yeah, yeah, not have to justify my spending. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you buy that? Because I wanted it. Because I worked hard. Don't stop. My personal. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so I think that's a problem. You've 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 touched upon a good point there, Johnny. I think the fact that they are so separate is the initial problem. They mm-hmm. need to have something that is a joint account together. Something that, you know, he di- direct debits a certain amount into every month, doesn't think about it, doesn't have to think yeah. about it. It just goes in there. She can spend it. She could do her own thing. But the reality is the last thing you want your new, your newborn baby and the mother of that baby to have to worry about is like, 
whether or not while you're at work, they can go off and buy a baguette at the local Nisa. Like, what the fuck? And like, it's not like these men are on like 50K a piece. They are on like, like 175K dollars. You know what I'm saying? It's not small change. I, it's also, there's something else. There's an underlying problem here as well. Please. They both sound very, very stingy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem. That's it. It does very seem, big problem. Yeah, it does seem very um, robotic in mm. that relationship. She was like... Come upstairs, daddy. Let's do some. I have spreadsheets let's, ready. Let's do some working from home. Yes. And then he went up there and she, yeah, the Excel was popping, including macros. Mm. Um, have you look up? You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> so the, basically the bit that you made me cut off was that her sister has been involved in the conversations. Uh-oh. And basically it's sister who's been gassing her to this position. of, And so she should. Position of uh, make him pay you to have his child. That's Wagwa. But it's but again, even that, it's just like I I don't know, it just sounds like these people have a really funny relationship with money in the first place, isn't it? Mm. Because at the end of the day, you're just like it's not about make him pay you, it's I'm gonna be getting a cut and it's unfair that that's happening anyway or whatever. Yeah. Like we will just need to sort out our finances so that everybody you know, if you that's the thing is like nothing about what they're doing is like we have goals that we want to accomplish together. Hundred percent. We just want to renovate the house that we live in, and mm-hmm. we're going to split the cost. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean it's like they're roommates, bro? Yeah. That's what it is. Hundred percent. It sounds like they're housemates who said, "Let's have a baby." Mm-hmm. I'm going to be incapacitated for six months, so you got to you know fork out the. That, that's what it sounds and like. It it's is, not a partnership, and it is just six months, right? Because company are going to take care of the first six months, so yep. Max he's going to be paying for is six months. Six months that's, extra. That's yeah. nothing, right? If they're living in a in, in, in a super super plush place plush place rather where both of those big incomes are pretty instrumental to their you know their upkeep and their yep. lifestyle, yep. then fine. That conversation is a tricky one because that becomes a bigger conversation of do we need to move? Do it's we need to downsize? Exactly yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. I get that. And to the point about the sister weighing in, yeah, no guy wants to be called into a room and told you have to you have to pay for me. Yeah. yeah. So it's in the language. It's in the delivery. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say say I need or I expect as opposed to I demand or yes. I want. You it's know, a sales yeah. job. It's it's a, yeah exactly right. It's a sales job. So People she has a responsibility um, with her sister as well to make sure that the delivery of that message is better. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, that's minor, given that he has a fundamental responsibility to make sure that wifey and kid want for nothing until she's able to go back to work. Mm. Like if, if, if this is even a discussion, if this is one of them 2022 things where men are still like, should I pay on the first date or whatever? And I, I know I sound like I'm pandering, but like, should I pay on the first date or should she, or she wanted me to come out. So maybe she, that kind of shit for me is played out. Like we need to get back to some more traditional values. Mm. Woo me. That's my take. I would like to be wooed. Woo her. It, I, mean, I feel like you can you can kind of apply the first date and the pregnancy logic to both scenarios here. Whereas like if you really like if you go out on a first date with someone you really like him, you pay. Even if you don't because Johnny. you want to impress, right? No, I mean if you go on a first date, like it's a fucking disaster. You might fifty fifty it, right? Oh, I will. No, nah, be shameless. Be, be. Not all. So, sorry, not all Jewish men are Vladimir Zelinsky. Some of us are tight <laughs> in it. Um, Lol. But. Uh, <laughs> No, you will do like you'll, you'll cover it if you like. If you, if you really like someone, bro, that you're the, dating to game, the dating game is not always full of dubs, bro. You have L's, and sometimes L's Taking is L. asking a girl yeah, yeah. to go on a date, it being shit, and you having to pay. You're not going to go to the fucking front desk of the Odeon after the Batman shit and say, "Can I have my money back?" So why would you do that on a date? 
uh, I would ask her to pay for the confectionery as a hedge. <laughs> <laughs> as a hedge. <laughs> I like that. No, but it comes. It, it, it comes down to like if you're if you're if Tutu's if this is the woman of your life, yeah, and you want to have children, multiple children, children with her, you're covering it. It's like mad. you are covering your it. Offspring. Yeah, and this is where we get a little bit primal. It gets a little bit Pete the feet. But as a man, stand up and do the thing. <laughs> Shout out, Pete. No, but abs- absolutely stand up and do the thing because also like when once you have a child as a woman, that th- th- how oh, that changes. she's th- that's that's at least a twenty year sentence. Do you know what I'm saying? Hundred percent. Absolutely. I think, but also quite interestingly, I think like these sound like people who are very covetous about money, right? Mm-hmm. It's not about, um, it's not that they don't have enough to share. It's that they have this, it's this kind oh, of- Oh, they're like, financial I, sociopaths. Yeah, I don't yeah. want you to have more than me. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. I learned I, this. I can't, no, it's, it's, I can't lose more than you lose. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what yes. it is. Yes. So that, and, and, and you want to have children, the people that are going to bleed you dry for the rest of your life. Hey. Exactly. Yeah, it's a stressful one day. So, so what's the take? Buddy. What's the conversation? Buddy, in the fine words- of a great young philosopher from Tottenham and apparently Nigeria. Just cheats. <laughs> I was going to say, no, not cheat. Grow up. Yes. Mm. Grow up. Get a therapist. <laughs> that, you could afford it. Yeah, sounds like well, marriage. Well, we've got 100% of bag a year. You can both afford therapists. Yeah. Get, yeah. Grow up. That's your wife. Multiple. That's Amen. your new child. They are yours to protect and honor. Tutus or, or they're not. And fucking bounce. Yeah. And find someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Find, get divorced. If you want to live an independent life. Else. I'd like then. to ask this person, like, why do you want a child? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, uh, That's yeah. the ultimate game of generosity is a child. Like yeah. when I listen to parents, when I see parents listen to their kids just chat shit. Yeah. Jarring, isn't it? Kids yeah. have shit chat for a very long time. Yeah, for yeah, for yeah. years. Trust for me, years. I know. And by the time they're even reasonable, you're old, so you can't even enjoy yeah. it like that. Babylon, Babylon. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of the licks I received as a youngster, I kind of get now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll be honest. I just, can, I, can I be vulnerable? <laughs> we haven't seen, we still haven't seen the Queen, have we? Not yet. Still haven't seen her. She's, oh, no, no, there was not, a picture. She met Justin Trudeau. And her neck is at 45 degrees to her shoulders. Yeah. So she's alive, but the whole lizard conspiracy thing. What's yeah. that? I'm starting to buy it. What's that? Oh, well, the royal family are not humans. They're lizards. Oh. Oh. They're a lizard race that were uh, that well, put listen, on this planet had, to rule she, us. She's had a good innings. Do you know what I mean? She's had a spicy life. She's too. not far off I mean? writing a letter to herself. Do you know what I mean? That's her face solid. is on money. Like she's done yeah, well. She'll yeah, be yeah, there yeah. forever. No, she's I mean, in the pockets she'll, she'll beyond be with us. her. But we need the four day weekend. Please last yeah, until but, June. But as a celebration and less uh, we, funeral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's it. We got anything else to address? Any other business? Talk about any other business? Anything? It's been a pleasure, um, lads. Yeah, this has been amazing. Shout out, Grace Kelly. Is it your, is it your podcast debut? <laughs> Have you ever been on a podcast before? No, it's my first time. Are you kidding oh, me? I'm on. Fucking natural cherry. to the game. Natural. Officially, friend of the show. We will have you back Amen. in no time. Many thanks. Many thanks. Um, off you go to your shubs. Yes. In Pecno. Good luck. Uh, good luck surviving shubs South London. Out my Southeast Londoners. Bruv, I know I, I talk about Bo a lot on this podcast, but you man know where my heart is. Trash. Camberwell, baby. I was actually conceived. SE5. My parents actually got busy in Peckham. That's where I was conceived. Mm, I grew up SE5 opposite Camberwell College of Arts. Boom. So Ben Hill Road, Husband Way, just Crofton around the corner. Road. Shout out 
South London peeps. Dead ends. We need to stop getting guests and people generally from South London. As nah, nah. We've, it's it's the best place in the cosmos. We are. Um, yeah. You and your Tottenham. Tottenham. <laughs> I am. Ham. I am. I am a Hackney nationalist. I have adopted Tottenham, but I am Hackney in my very core. Hackney national. You lot in North are just made different, innit? Don't say Hackney just nationalist. Hardship. No, I'm Hackney nationalist. I'm aggressively pro-racist from Hackney. Okay. Well, um, on that. Well then. On that note. On that somber um, note. This has been This Could End Terribly, episode 36. You can find us on Spotify, mm. Apple Music, mm. Amazon Music, mm. SoundCloud, mm. YouTube. If you're nasty. <laughs> this has been great. Good night.